This is the KFDM Morning Show podcast from the most watched morning team in Southeast Texas. Now though, let's get our first look at the headlines developing this morning. Beaumont police investigating a fatal auto pedestrian collision on East Lucas near Abilene Street. Police fire EMS responding about nine last night. Police confirmed one person died at the scene. Officers putting up yellow tape from the intersection of Lucas and Abilene to an area about one block east near Idlewood Street, close to a strip shopping center. Uh, be sure to stay tuned as we get more information. We'll update the story both on air and online. Traffic stop in Chambers County led to a high speed pursuit on I-10 and bullets flying in Jefferson County happened just off Hampshire exit on Cook Road. That's north of Winnie. See the suspect's car here in a moment. There it is. And then you can also see the Chambers County Sheriff's Office cruiser. There it is in the wooded area. A little bit closer shot there. Sheriff Brian Hawthorne says after a traffic stop near Hankamer, the suspect sped off into Jefferson County, took the Hampshire exit, and that's when it went from bad to worse. Hampshire Road, he started shooting at officers. Uh, it all came to an end uh, here at the end of uh, Cook Road. Uh, where one of the Chambers County Sheriff's deputies uh, shot the assailant. Uh, he is uh, injured, but he will survive. It's not that suspect taken to Riceland Medical Center and winning for treatment. He's 25 from Illinois, but will ultimately wind up in the Chambers County Jail. Sheriff Brian Hawthorne thanked Sheriff Zena Stevens and Jefferson County deputies for helping them during the pursuit turned shooting. Well, this morning, a Nederland City Councilman urging his constituents to help protect the city's parks after vandals recently targeted Dornbosch Park, Nederland's largest recreational spot. The Morning Show's Angel San Juan tells us about the damage and its impact on the community. Jenna Munoz and her sister Ariel Bush are frequent visitors to Dornbosch Park in Nederland. They come here to walk Valentino. I like to come out here because I enjoy the atmosphere. It's a good place to walk your dog. It's usually pretty safe. It's a popular spot for recreation and relaxation, but not very convenient if you're looking for relief when nature calls. Actually, I'm going to be honest, I really need to go to the bathroom right now. So. <laughs> kind of sucks that it's closed. Yes, the restrooms at Dornboss Park are closed after vandals damage them. We have something nice here and I, I just hate that somebody's ruining it for everyone. You know, we have little kids playing out in the park and, you know, they're ones that have to go to the bathroom a lot and then they can't go. Their closure is especially frustrating to Nederland City Councilman Randy Sonier. He was elected last year and he says on the campaign trail, many citizens asked him to focus on improving city parks. Part of that included getting restrooms reopened that had closed because of constant vandalism. Since I was elected, I really pushed to have these restrooms open back up and I'm glad the city, you know, did that, uh, try to make it better for our citizens to enjoy this park. The city reopened the restrooms during the hours that city park employees are on duty but that would be short-lived because of this. Yeah, we need people to hold each other accountable. You know, when they see issues like that, report it. I mean, you're not in there just really truly ratting a person out. You're trying to keep something nice for the rest of the citizens to come out and enjoy. You know, this park, along with our other parks in the area like Terrell Park and Port Natchez Park, you come out on the holiday weekend and these parks are full. People really enjoy it. Since COVID has hit and they can't go do other things, they're coming to the park. So it's really nice to see people out here taking advantage of it 
but we got to take care of it. Sonier says he hopes the actions of a few won't jeopardize big plans for the city's six parks. There's a lot of money on the budget uh, to be spent in the next year for 2022 for all of our parks, upwards of a million dollars, upgrades to the playground equipment, additional playground equipment, repairs of the pool, resurfacing of the tennis court. You know, the city manager and his team has done a great job of putting a good budget together and make something that the people can enjoy. But because of this recent vandalism, the future of these park amenities is in limbo. It's not known if the restrooms will reopen. I hope we can do that. I mean, we're trying to make these things as, lack of a better word, bulletproof as possible. Uh, I want to do it, but we also have to be fiscally responsible. We can't keep throwing money into something that's torn up weekly. So we've got to find that balance to make it work for everybody, but then also maintain it and keep it uh, operating properly. There are public restrooms inside the Newland Recreation Center, which is adjacent to the park. They remain open during the center's hours of operation Monday through Saturday. Changes on the way if you get in trouble in the city of Jasper, not likely to be staying in the small jail at the police station anymore. Our media partner KJS News says you'll now be going to the Jasper County Jail. The city will send inmates there starting February 1st. The city says it makes sense liability wise. The family of Stephen Qualls of Comisdale is suing the city of Jasper after he died in a sale when he was arrested for public intoxication in January of 2019. A Southeast Texas dog rescuer says it's one of the worst cases of animal abuse she's seen. We warn you, some of these images we're about to show are difficult to look at. The dog was left to die on her own before she was found and rushed to the rescuer. The dog's name is Rarity. She was found abandoned in critical condition at a baseball field in Coons off Highway 326. The woman who oversees Forever Home Dog Rescue rushed the animal to the Main Street Veterinary Clinic in Lumberton. She is in rough shape. The vet says she is dealing with questionable kidneys, also a number of other issues. They believe Rarity will pull through. The dog rescuer will, says she will never understand why something like this could happen. I will never understand it. I'll never ever. There's so many options out there and they should never get to this point. The biggest thing is spaying and neutering. Um, if you spay and neuter your dogs, your cats, then we don't have this problem. Tristan says there's not, this is not the first time they found an abandoned dog in that same area. She encourages Anyone who knows anything about this situation to contact her or the Main Street Clinic. They hope to help other animals that might be in danger. Well, even though no one from Southeast Texas won that big $632 million Powerball, there was somebody who made a jackpot hit here in Southeast Texas to the tune of about $5 million. That's right. A Batson resident claimed a $5 million Texas Lotto scratch-off ticket prize. It was bought at JNR Meat Market located on Highway 326 in Sour Lake. The winner? As you can imagine, electing to remain anonymous. Customers, though, reacted to the big win. I thought I'd better pick one up. Maybe something will happen, but I doubt I'll be getting that money. It's, uh, I'd be happy with 20. 20,000 will work for me. I don't need all that big money, but I'd take it if I got it. And now, your daily weather forecast from the Southeast Texas Weather Authority. You don't want to leave the jacket behind. 
much cooler start to the day on the 7th of January. Let's find out more. Chance standing by in the Weather Center this morning to update a situation. And, and again, a pretty good drop. Not quite as drastic as what maybe we saw right. with the last cold front, though. Yeah, but still temperatures back into the 30s mm -hmm. below normal, and it is a frosty start to the morning. As a matter of fact, temperatures going to stay on the cool side today, only looking for highs in the 50s. Then we'll talk about weekend rain chances. If you've got plans outdoors, you might consider changing them because we got a pretty good chance of rain both Saturday and Sunday. And then temperatures behind a cold front Sunday night should be fairly close to normal for a good portion of next week. So something to look forward to there. In the meantime, temperatures this morning, lower to middle 30s, 34. Colmenial, Beach Grove, Jasper and Newton. Also, Sperger at 34. Bune is at 36. Silsby also at 36. And then down into the Triangle, middle to upper 30s with 38 at Bridge City, Shangri-La and Port Natchez. 36 at the AA Ranch in Finette. Also 36 in China this morning. A little bit of cloud cover hanging offshore as the front, of course, made its way offshore finally and that cold air pushed southward late yesterday afternoon, not before we reached the lower to middle 70s. Today, not going to get anywhere close to that, starting out with the mid 30s and then probably just shy of 50 degrees by lunchtime, heading for the lower to middle 50s this afternoon, and then it'll be markedly warmer over the weekend. But again, those rain chances will be there. So, I mean, we talk about rain chances beginning late tonight, early tomorrow morning, probably mid morning tomorrow, and okay. then really the bulk of the rain, I think Saturday night into Sunday. Thanks for listening. Join us again Monday for the KFDM Morning Show podcast.